The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Elsewhere today, SIP2, uh, the union, they've been asking for a two euro an hour increase for workers in early years education. This is a pay talks that began today. They want the minimum hourly wage rate to increase uh, to closer to 15 euro an hour. Uh, we're hopefully going to catch up with SIP2 a little bit later uh, in the show. But right now, Paula Donoghue is with me. She's the owner of Clever Clogs in Na- in Cavan, rather, a national secretary of the Association of Childhood Professionals. Uh, Paula, you're welcome to the show. Um, can can providers, without an injection of cash, either from government or parents, can providers out of their profit margins afford to pay staff more? No. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for having me on. Look, from a provider's point of view, do we want to see our staff, our wonderful staff, remunerated appropriately? Of course we do. Are we supporting SIP2 in a two-year raise, two-euro an hour raise? Absolutely. Can we do it on the current funding rates? Absolutely not. So what we have to look at, and we really need to kind of examine why is that possible? Currently, Ireland spends 0.5% of GDP on childcare, which is way behind our European average. And it's well, well, it's only half of what the UNICEF 1% is required. So last September, we received a new stream, um, streaming funding called core funding. And it had came in with really good intentions and we definitely really welcomed it. But unfortunately, the rate that was set long before inflation kicked in and before the unprecedented inflationary rates uh, kicked in. So unfortunately, inflation eroded the positivity that that should have presented to service providers. This was then doubled down by the, with core funding, service providers had to sign up to a contract and agree to a fee freeze that dated back to 2021. Now, a lot of creches had not raised their fees during the era of EWSS and COVID. So you're looking at creches who are currently have fee structures that date back to 2017-18. So they're five, six years outdated. To put that in real terms, in my service, I just worked out the figures for you to so you'd have an understanding. In my service alone, I'm 37,000 a year down in income below national average. And so we, our pot of money is thin and we're asking you to spread thinner and mm. thinner. And it's impossible to meet all of the requirements that the government is placing upon us, such as meeting quality measures, costs, inflationary costs, administrative costs, from the one set spot pot of money, we received 2% increase this year. We mm. received 28 million. Now, to do the two euro, and again, I've costed it in a circa figure, you're looking at between 80 and 100 million to fund that. 28 million, 80 and 100 million. There's a big bridge to be gapped, yeah. uh, gap to be bridged here, beg your pardon. So what we look at there and we say, well, how do you bridge that gap? Again, coming from the point of view that we agree with SIP2, we absolutely agree with SIP2. So there's two ways we can a- achieve closing that gap and bridging the gap. Mm. And that is by one, lifting the fee freeze and increasing parental fees, which no- none of us want, the government nor providers. We welcome the fact that the uh, parents are being supported so well. Or two, the government are going to have to step in and help out. Going and back sh- to my sh- original short, point. short of that, short of the government stepping in and funding this, you have no choice. There is no money other than going to the parents and saying, listen, we don't want to do it, but we're going to have to up your fees. 
Well, we can't, um, Karen, in this situation, in signing up for core funding, we've signed up a contract that does not allow us increased fees. So we can't go back to the parents. So the only source we have to go back to is the government say, look, you're going to have to work with us on this. We want this increase. But it can't happen in the absence of funding. There, the, the two strings of my budget mm. are not meeting. There's a big gap between us. You've got to help me. 28 million and 80 million. It doesn't work. Well, it, 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 uh, without it, it, it quite literally bankrupts crashes. Doesn't well, it? it puts people into, look, I can't speak for individual crashes. I can only say it puts, it, it puts sustainability at question, questionable. If an euro, or, um, increase of two euros came in, which is then by law, then you are uh, putting crashes that their sustainability very much at huge risk. Mm. Unless there was something that is going to bridge that gap. Well, I want to go to Rowena Fisher, who is one of those uh, preschool childcare uh, providers, uh, one of those people who might benefit uh, from this money. And I appreciate, Paula, you are fully supportive of Rowena being paid uh, more. The question is just where that money comes from. Rowena, you're welcome to the show. How... How important would a pay rise be to you and your colleagues? Good evening. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Oh, listen, it just would be unbelievable. It has to happen. You know, I'm so stressed at the moment and struggling to stay open. I really am. I suppose the only reason I'm staying open at the moment is really to honouring the children and the families that I have. And I have been up front and told them I'm going to give it a go and try hang on until next June. But without government funding... An increase in this funding, I just I can't survive. And how much staff have you got working there? So I have run a small um, ECC only service, and um, from my home, so it's, it's a small service, and I have one um, staff member with me. So um, it's it's quite small, but like that now, this fantastic teacher I have will be laid off for the summer with no pay, and um, I just fingers and toes crossed she'll return again in September um, at least she can sign on I have no funding absolutely nothing over the summer you know at Christmas I had to beg and borrow last Christmas to be able to survive and I mean I survived I had I had nothing you know it was impossible and now I have nothing again for the summer and it's just it can't continue I mean this sounds uh, Rowena not a kind of be too pessimistic or glass half empty but I mean this sounds like a, a, a bigger problem than just two euro extra an hour Absolutely it really does it's just it's, it's huge you know and I suppose since the core funding you know came in it's just got worse and worse and like that I mean we don't charge fees I don't charge the parents any fees because we can't it's free preschool mm. but it's just mass. it's chronically underfunded for years and it has been for years I mean, now I think the government has acknowledged a lack of funding and they've announced a flat, announced a flat rate of like €4,075. So we're very grateful of anything and definitely it's been acknowledged that there was a lack of funding. But this rate, this won't even cover my debt from last year. And this is only if we sign up for core funding. You know, I provide a very quali- high quality service. Mm. It's just, it's, yesterday we had graduation. It's such a positive, it's a fantastic environment. I couldn't stand up in front of parents and tell them the reality of how much I'm actually struggling. It's not their fault, you know. And it's just my very, very hard. Do you suspect you'll still be in the business in 12 months' time? 
I hope to. I love what I'm doing. I absolutely love it. I have waiting lists coming out in my ears. You know, I really have. But it's not sustainable. It's not viable like this. And we, I'm just really hoping. I've put so much money into it and so much time and years of dedication. And as I said, it's in my home and it's in rural Ireland. If I close, I don't know where these families will go either, you know. So it's very hard. But as I said, it, it is it is just getting harder and harder to kind of to stay open. I mean, 120 per child per week is what's needed. You know, the new core fund, mm. I think he's saying t- it's working out for me like 33 cents per child, something like this. It's, it's insulting, to be honest with you. So, uh, Paula, to come back to you uh, for a moment, I mean, the, the, your message to government is clear, is it? At, the, at least get us up to not even what is the average around Europe as a first port of call, but get up to what is recommended by UNICEF, 1%. What? One percent is, you know, we definitely are going to have to increase funding. And so we have too many stories like Rowena's that we hear over and over and over again. And really, the government, we are providing a service for the government. Um, You know, we're rolling out early years for them, whether it be as Rowena's case in kind of preschool only or whether it's full day care. Now, as we all know, childcare is integral to a functioning economy. And to support that childcare is that there's an onus on the government to step in. There has been a historic as uh, underfunding, as Rowena uh, said. And yes, they are closing the gap. And as I said, we welcome the funding, but they are going to have to step into that gap quicker. Inflation has really damaged the intention of core funding and has eaten up any positivities there. So really, they're going to have to come forward with more funding quicker than anticipated. And yes, we need to get to up to European average. And actually, we need to get up to the 1% as UNICEF and provide. And so we can all stand over. Like Rowena, I provide high quality childcare and have great pride in what I do. And I want to be able to continue doing that. What happens when funding is not there? The first thing that goes is quality, whether that's constant turnover of staff uh, because the funding isn't there to meet staff needs or quality as in we can't meet the cost to do all those lovely extras such as the graduations, etc. Yeah. So quality is impacted. And got, the government are always talking about and requiring of us is high quality. We want to meet them on that. But you can't ha- um, make champagne on a lemonade budget. Paula Donoghue, owner of Clever Clogs in Cavan and National Secretary of the Association of Childhood Professionals. Rowena Fisher as well, the preschool childcare provider that we spoke to. Rowena and Paula, thanks a million. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.